the Numinous Podcast with Carmen Spaniola. Hi there, and welcome to the Numinous Podcast, where we have interesting conversations with everyday folks about the mystery of life. This podcast is a compliment to the Numinous School, an online intuition development course for people who want their self-awareness to serve a greater good. I'm your host, Carmen Spaniola, and this week my guest is the wonderful Georgia Nichols. And we're talking about that funny little thing that happens about three times a year where, astrologically speaking, everything goes haywire with communication and technology. We're talking about how to make the most of Mercury retrograde. I connected with Georgia on the telephone. She was at home on Bowen Island, BC. Hi, Georgia. It's Carmen. Oh, I totally forgot about this. But that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just sitting here reading my... Right. I hope I have enough um, bow, uh, uh, what do you call it? Bars of battery on this phone. Okay, oh. shoot. You wanted to know about Mercury retrograde? Yes. So. Well, to begin, yeah. Go I, ahead. I wanted to actually address this in a in kind of a um, methodical way. You know, this is my Scorpio. I want to dissect things. So I'm looking at the physical level, the emotional level, the mental level, the spiritual level. I want to go through how we can make the most of Mercury retrograde on those levels. So why don't you just shoot, take it away? Okay, I don't know if I would necessarily address it, for example, on a spiritual level, but I mean, you could you could take what those levels you said and apply it to, I don't know, one's propensity for using ketchup. I mean, you know, you can yeah. always extrapolate, right? So to begin with, uh, Mercury, of course, always is going in one direction in the real world. And you see, if you were standing physically in front of me, I would uh, have, I could put up my left uh, fist, let's say, and with my right hand make circles around, make circles, let's say, going in a clockwise direction or anti-clockwise direction. Good point. I'm not sure. Anti-clockwise direction, I think. Um, around that left fist, even though my right hand is going constantly in a forward motion, constantly in a forward motion, making a circular, actually more of an oval uh, shape around mm-hmm. my left hand, from your point of view, it would look like my right hand was a pendulum, swinging to the right, swinging right. to the left, right. swinging to the right, swinging to the left. But in point of fact, it's always going in one direction, right? Right. So that is what Mercury retrograde is, technically speaking, uh, because it's simply in a relationship to planet Earth. So from planet Earth, how we see Mercury, it would appear that it goes retrograde or backwards and then appear that it's going forward and appear that at some point it even seems to be stationary. Stationary would be when it's now it's still going forward but kind of coming towards us from our point of view. Mm-hmm. But uh, And then again, going away from us from our point of view. But all of that is an illusion. Right. And it's funny, I answered somebody just last night and said, this is why I feel that uh, my moon alerts are very, very important. The moon when the moon is void, of course, or not, is real. It is real and is in, in real time everywhere and at the same time on the planet for everybody on planet Earth. Mercury retrograde is more of an illusion. That's not something that's so real, get it? Mm-hmm. In other words, it's astrology. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, astrology is really, a lot of it is symbolic, right? As right. I said, I told you I don't believe Jupiter affects us, yet I'm really looking forward to Jupiter going into Leo next <laughs> <Right>. month. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, so, therefore, 
through centuries and centuries, um, various mathematicians and whatnot and all the early astrologers have divined, if you will, or determined that the, the qualities that Mercury rules, that, that, is, that has been deemed that Mercury rules, those qualities tend to be um, slowed down or they tend to suffer in their efficiency when Mercury appears to be retrograde. So then now we have to take a look at what is Mercury, what does it rule, what, you know, why do we care in a way, right? Mm-hmm. So Mercury, which is the uh, planet closest to the sun, and it's the smallest and fastest, and, you know, one time I said very glibly, the smallest, the hottest, the fastest, I did all of those, I said it's got all these superlatives. And a young kid emailed me back and corrected me on one of them. So how do you like that? Nice. Maybe it's not the hottest. But but I'm sure, but it is the fastest and it is the smallest. But maybe it was that something else could get that Venus could be to high temperature. I don't know. Mm. But so Mercury rules everything to do with the central nervous system, okay. and rules everything to do with our communication system and our thought patterns and how we think and speak and talk, and it rules all forms of ground transportation. To be very broad, it rules everything that goes from A to B. So it would rule a thought, a word, a letter, a package, a car, a truck, a plane. Technically, I suppose it rules a plane from A to B, but there's what's funny about that is when it comes to aviation, Uranus. Uranus rules aviation. So that's why we often... So there's a bit of a fuzziness there, right? But nevertheless, all your dealings on the airport with your luggage and paperwork and talking to people in airports, that would be Mercury-related. Okay. Certainly bicycles. So all forms of ground transportation, all forms of communication. Uh, so therefore, it would affect um, service industries. It affects the newspaper uh, and magazines because they're ruled by Mercury. Book publishing is primarily ruled by Jupiter. But things that are frequent and come out again and again and again, like monthly, daily, weekly, those are all Mercury items. So therefore, these are the items that are ruled by Mercury, therefore in a Mercury retrograde, it all gets uh, bunged up. And I have had this month many silly errors errors related to um, uh, newspapers. I can give you one example. Uh, Two weeks ago, I got a lot of email that was actually derisive and making fun of me because I had said, apparently I had said, tennis player Phil Mickelson, blah, 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 for my celeb. (laughs) Right. Now, Phil Mickelson was in the U.S. Open uh, as a famous golfer, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what happened is I had picked tennis player Venus Williams as my celeb and sent it off to all the newspapers. Uh, and somebody in the province thought, oh, because it was Phil Mickelson's birthday that day as well, oh. why not substitute him because it's more noteworthy? Oh, and they no. changed their name to him, but they left in tennis player. So I get all this egg on my face, right? Right. And although their online version had Venus Williams and the other papers had Venus Williams, their print version had oh. tennis player Phil Mickelson. So they made the goof. I looked bad. Technically speaking, everybody who criticized me in a way was making a mistake, but they didn't know it. Like, right. it's a silly error, right? A silly error. That, yeah. So, so I lots have a question about then, sure. you said um, Mercury rules the central nervous system, which of course mm-hmm. is so connected in our, in our physical bodies to our yep. emotions. So I'm curious about how 
Mercury makes us feel. Like Mercury can be a bit of a trickster. So does Mercury rule sort of confused states or or is it you know, since Mercury is so much about um, action and learning, does it rule inspiration? I'm curious about that relationship between Mercury and how we feel emotionally. Well, actually, what you're, uh, I, I can come back on that in two levels. Okay. One, on a quick practical level, it's obvious that if you are being frustrated and you make silly mistakes, like when I, I got things about, wow, I had to laugh at your stupid error, I was laughing all the way. Several of them said it made me laugh, kind of implying how stupid I was, right? Mm-hmm. I was irritated, right? Mm-hmm. So there I have an emotional reaction at being criticized. Mm-hmm. So in other words, we would feel emotionally, uh, or emotions according to errors we make, mm-hmm. stupid things that happen, frustration at a flat tire, because obviously things going forward, or things being delayed, checks are now late in the mail, now I'm, I can't pay my rent. So you see all the ensuing emotions that come about just because of the irritations and obstructions, right? right? But at a second level, you could then start to broach that thought and emotion and mind. Thought and mind are so entwined, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that any of our thoughts, so Mercury retrograde will, is considered a good time to be contemplative and to go back. And, mm-hmm. and it's a classic time for high school reunions, family reunions. Because it's a tape looping. There's a tendency of everything going backwards, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it's an excellent time to finish things. It's a good time to do research. It's a good time to study history. It's easy to go in the, in the past. Mercury wants to go in the past. It's very hard to go forward. So it's a poor time to open a business or initiate. Mm-hmm. So when we're thinking of how thoughts affect our feelings, then we might be thinking of our childhood, thinking of how we were to our sisters and brothers, thinking of our relationship to our parents. That might make us feel uh, 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 depressed. That must make us feel regretful. Or uh, I shouldn't say must, might. Might make us feel or or, uh, missing somebody. Right. So so in other words, all emotions can come out of that because emotions and thoughts are always... I would go so far as to say, in fact, think about it this way. I was just reading this yesterday. Um, Our feelings, I think, almost, Except in, the, except in the case of sensation, if you put water, if I put my hand in water, I know this is wet. Right. If I put my hand on a stove, that is hot. I don't know if I think about it. That's a sensation, right? Right. So I think sensations might be immediate mm-hmm. in terms of feelings, right? But I think actually all, all other feelings are thought-related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would think say the that. thought comes first. So that if I tell you a piece of good news, you are related. You have just won the lottery. And then suddenly you are euphoric. Right. right? Or <laughs> right. then somebody says a, whor- a sentence, you know, your closest loved one has been killed in a car accident. And you're just like, you, you, you're almost throwing up with, with agony, right? Right. So, and yet nothing changed. The temperature in the room didn't change. You're still wearing the same clothing. Nothing has changed except your thought. Mm, which has so created right I'm interested in this because I'm thinking that maybe then mercury retrograde is a really good time to be um, I guess the way, what I would say is the uh, to make the most of this time what we could be contemplating is remembering resourceful states we have been in so we you know this is just like a classic sleight of hand in hypnotherapy right it's like you you take yourself back to a time when you did feel grounded or centered and you remember that time and then from there you 
you know, think about, okay, well, how am I going to move forward? So you go back and you access something more resourceful than the frustration you're feeling right now. And I guess yes, that's I what would I agree. mean on the spiritual yep. level. I always think that Mercury retrograde is a great time for past life regression. It's like a good time to tie up loose karma, don't you think? It would be if if I'm a little more skeptical about that. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's good. <laughs> I, I think, the, in my opinion, I think only somebody who's enlightened could know about their previous lives. But, but I do believe it's true that a perfume, the perfume of a particularly strong event, can permeate this lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. But nevertheless, what you're saying is right. If you want to access the past or be hypnotized or regress, as you say, or even study history and research, a Mercury retrograde would facilitate that. Yeah. Well, what's also an issue? So I love this idea that only really um, a person who's very enlightened could truly access a, a previous lifetime. One of the things that I, I say to my clients is that it really doesn't matter if you believe in past life, lives or not. Your subconscious mm-hmm. is going to craft for you a beautiful metaphor then. <laughs> will be this very detailed story or scene and so that could be considered a resourceful state where you're looking at your life from a way that you can't access Mm -hmm. right now and Mm -hmm. going into the deeper sort of Mm -hmm. levels of it now Mm -hmm. i i'm aware though that you know you talk about like um there's a different energy when you're entering mercury retrograde than when you're exiting is that right? So, you know, as you are coming coming around the bend and Mercury is, is appearing to, to right itself again, uh, when are we kind of all clear? Like, when can we start, you know, if we wanted okay, to launch now, a business? Where, this is where I, uh, I certainly don't differ from all astrologers because many astrologers would agree with me. But a lot of people who write horoscope columns will say it differently than me. Okay. In fact, one time... I will not name this person, actually said it in print, oh, the province astrologer doesn't know when the Mercury retrograde is because, I, because of what I said. But here's what I believe, and many would agree with me. Let's say, oh, and I don't have the dates handy here, but I could get them. The dates of this particular Mercury retrograde, here we are. <clears throat> I'm going to give you the ephemeris date, so they might be one day off in the West Coast. Okay, and where are we, June? Yeah. Okay, Mercury went retrograde on um, June 7th, and then it goes direct. Direct is simply meaning it stops going retrograde, and then it hovers there, right? It goes direct on June 2nd. So many uh, places, or July 2nd, thank you, July 2nd. Many would say Mercury retrograde is from June 7th to July 2nd. But I would not use those dates to buy a car or a computer. And I'm going to tell you why. Now it gets a little more subtle. To begin with, in the physical world, in the physical world, if Mercury goes retrograde, okay, it goes retrograde at three degrees on June 7th, right? Okay, that's a fact. But do you know when it first hits three degrees? On June 5. Oh. So in other words, it sits at three degrees from June 5 until June 9. So for four days, it sits at three degrees. And prior to that, it sits at two degrees for three days. Then it sits at one degree for two days. And it sits at zero degrees for two days. Whereas normally, here's how Mercury moves. I'll read you its degrees in, in May. 1, 3, 5, 7, 9, 10, 12, 14, mm. 15, 17. See, it clips along at a good rate, generally two degrees a day. Mm-hmm. So once Mercury is starting to slow down where it stays at one degree for two days, 
mean, that's really noticeable, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to buy a car or a computer during that time. And now we come to the second reason. Every moment in time has a chart. So this phone call, you and I talking to each other, this has a chart, mm. right? So when I buy a car and that car, I know it's been manufactured already, but nevertheless, the minute I sign on the dotted line and it's now my car, my relationship with that car, now it's my car, has a chart. Mm. I don't want a car that has mercury retrograde in it. Mm. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't want that chart for that car. Right. Because mercury means let's go forward quickly and nimbly and fast and clever smoothly and, and mercury rules cars right mm-hmm. so why would i buy a car that has an afflicted mercury <laughs> right you know for example they don't recall <clears throat> those ones <laughs> yeah so, so in other words i don't bother to explain that to the average public right. i just say don't buy cars so then i say there's a shadow period while mercury's slowing down okay then once mercury stops on july 3 it is still way back remember it went retrograde at three degrees in cancer mm-hmm Right? So on July 3, when it's quote over, where is it? It's at 24 degrees in Gemini. It's already slipped back into the previous sign, no less. Mm. So now it's got to make up its old time again. It's got to go forward in Gemini, then forward in Cancer until it hits 3 degrees, and now, ah, I'm break free in the clear again. I'm back to where I was before I looped. Okay. So I always say, and I have, that once Mercury retrograde is technically over, some of your errors and mistakes will greatly lessen and diminish because now Mercury is moving forward. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, it is still behind. It is still tape looping. I don't want to buy a computer. Spend a lot of money, anyhow, or a car on something where it's that dicey. I'm going to wait till it breaks out in the free, which is going to be it returns to three degrees in Cancer on July 16th. Okay, so is that going to be a kind of a good rule of thumb then? Because Mercury retrograde, it happens like usually three times a year or something like that. Yeah. So would yeah. we say I, it that about is. a week after? Like, so if they say Mercury goes direct on, you know, I would whatever. say it's often about that. In okay. this case, it's, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. Eleven, twelve. No, it's about, uh, it's close to almost two weeks. Wow. Okay. So give a yeah. nice buffer around your So Mercury you will retrograde. find many astrologers just give the technical times of the Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. And then some people eagerly just run out the very next day to buy a car. Eh, you know, it, it may not be the worst thing in the world, but I wouldn't do it. How do you make the most of Mercury retrograde then yourself, Georgia? You've learned over the years what to expect. What do you okay, do this I, time? I, I'm not as, what's the word? Um, oh, I, I think I don't put... You're not as woo-woo as uh, I am. I don't, yeah, I was going to say romantic, or putting that in terms. What I do, I just I see it in very practical terms. Okay, yes, I can. I just realize what it does for me. Acceptance. Acceptance. That's all. Acceptance. In fact, you know, something happened, and, got, and you know, shit hits fan, and I just go, oh, Mercury retrograde. Yes. You know, just something ridiculous. Maybe if you have a flat tire, or maybe you're stuck in traffic, or maybe something. Or we we go to town. I went to town yesterday, and I forgot my cell phone. I never forget my cell phone, but I really hated that because I'm in town the whole day, and I can't check my email. I can't. And then sure enough, I even needed to look up somebody or something or find them, like to go on the web. Didn't have it. I had to even phone my daughter and say, can you look it up? Right? right. By the way, it was a funny thing. I wanted to buy some bark floral remedies. And so I said, I need a health food store around me in North Van. We were traveling through North Van at that point. So she found one quickly. She was going into a reading, so she was busy. So she said, oh, this looks good. It's called Natural Foods. Natural, yeah, Natural Foods. I said, that'll be perfect. I call them, and they were a company that made popsicles. Oh. 
And I said, is this natural food? She said, yes. And I said, well, do you carry that? She said, no, we make popsicles. I thought, well, isn't that funny? So error after error, I did find a place. So little things like that. So I would, A, of course, never make a mercury-related purchase that was expensive. Mm -hmm. I'd buy pencils if I needed them, but I wouldn't buy a car or a bicycle or or a printer even. You know, I'd wait. Um, But the main thing is it just teaches me acceptance. And I suppose I, uh, one could say, oh, now's the time to finish my thesis. But do we really? Like I think if we're all a bunch of procrastinators, we're all just fumbling along, we just tend to live our lives the same. So the thing that really dictates my behavior, however, is the moon alert. Mm. That totally would. Totally, totally. Okay. I never buy anything other than just food or go to a restaurant or a movie in a moon alert. And that's all year long. Not just during Mercury retrograde. No, yes, it's all year long. It's every two and a half days. Every two and a half days when the moon changes signs, it is briefly not affecting anything. The moon really does affect us more than we know. More and you than put we know. the moon alerts on your Facebook. On my daily. Yeah, on your daily if people get that. Okay, so yeah. this is your second time on the Numinous Podcast, Georgia. So I'm giving you a different question from the Proust questionnaire to wrap up. Sure. Three people living or dead, any time in history, with you for a dinner party, who would they be? Well, I'll tell you what I don't like is the dinner party angle. Because, for example, I would give anything to be in the presence of the Dalai Lama personally, right? But hey, at a dinner party, but okay, I suppose so, yes. But in (laughs) other words, to be in their presence. The Dalai Lama is somebody right off the bat. Okay. Um, I think Voltaire would be really? somebody, okay. yes, would, I'm, I've always been very intrigued by him, okay. and I think I'd like to pick somebody else that was a little more pop, but who, who would I find completely intriguing and enticing, and I really should pick a female to balance this out, uh, well, the first person, I don't know, but popped into my mind, I think it would be interesting to meet Hillary Clinton. Really? I she, thought yeah, you were going to say somebody Scorpio. like uh, Crystal Pipe, the choreographer, somebody more theatrical. No, I just I just gave you the ones that popped into my head. Yeah, that's awesome. So <laughs> the Dalai Lama, Voltaire, you, and Hillary. Dalai, that, I'm so I want to be the fly on the wall for that. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be, wouldn't it? It would be. It would be. Okay, thank you so I think much. She's, I think she's she's an ambitious woman, but I think she's very responsible. Well, and she went to school with Meryl Streep and their buddies, so I have to imagine she has a wicked sense of humor. She could. I didn't know they went. She went to school with Meryl yeah, Streep. Yeah, they went to university together, and they're like. They're, they're, they're good friends. That's interesting. Good. Okay, well, good luck with you, and I'm really glad that we had this little call and that I was here to answer it. Already. Yes. I wrote it in my diary, though. I wrote it in my day book, but I just had been, I was absorbed with email. And totally yeah, flat. I blame Mercury Retrograde, but like, I give yes. thanks because we're just coming on the out here, and it all yeah. worked perfectly. Thank you so much, good. Georgia. Okay. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. There you have it, sports fans. You thought you were in the clear, but no, just because Mercury grows direct does not mean we should be making any big purchases or launching anything important in the areas of communication, transportation, etc. Because there's this shadow period where things will suffer in their efficiency, according to Canada's favorite astrologer, Georgia Nichols. Don't you love her? I love how she says she's not very romantic about these things. But I think anybody who's on the hunt for Bach flower remedies is a little bit romantic about these things. Anyway, let's take Georgia's advice and make the most of Mercury retrograde by practicing acceptance. And I think... A quote from Voltaire can help us with that. 
He said, life is thickly sown with thorns, and I know of no other remedy than to pass quickly through them. The longer we dwell on our misfortunes, the greater is their power to harm us. Today's show notes can be found on my website at www.carmenspaniola.com, C-A-R-M-E-N-S-P-A-G-N-O-L-A. And just click the link for the podcast tab. That's where you'll find all the links to learn more about Georgia, her daily forecasts, her moon alerts, etc. I want to thank Georgia so much for being on the show again, and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I'd really appreciate your review on iTunes, and please share the show far and wide so it can reach more seekers just like you, because you never know who really needs to hear it right now. If you'd like to keep exploring the great mystery of life with me, you can go to my website, carmenspaniola.com, and click the link for The Numinous School, my online intuition development course. While you're there, sign up for my monthly email newsletter. You'll instantly receive a meditation download and you'll get something free from me every month. Until next time, take care.